When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Please board through the rear door. 44 O'Shaughnessy. It's our favorite bus driver. Good evening. How are you? We're doing good. Good to see you. Hey, bus driver. <laughs> hey, professional bus driver. We're going to get back in our seat. We don't want to violate any rules. You just heard our first bus ride with Mac Allen. We did not enter through the rear doors as we were instructed. And I was so excited about this episode, Heather. Yes, um, the 44 O'Shaughnessy is one of my favorite Muni routes. And to have it... Driven by Mac Allen, one of our buddies from Total Muni, was just such a great combination. Yeah, we met Mac on Total Muni the day in 2018 when we rode all 60 Muni lines in one day. When we met, I kind of had my guard up, but he was a really nice guy, and it started a friendship, a journey that led to this year when Mac became a Muni bus driver. Yes, he'd been talking to us about that idea for a couple of years, but between the pandemic and how long it takes City Hall to hire anybody, it's been quite a journey. But now he is behind the wheel of Muni buses uh, five days a week, and he's just in seventh heaven. Where he belongs in a Muni bus. I was really worried about getting him in trouble or crashing the bus. Um, We were kind of a distraction, and uh, I'm glad everything was okay. Yes, Jeffrey Temlin, if you're listening, Mac did very well. There was no bus crashing, and he did not engage in any unnecessary conversation. (laughs) Yeah, we were definitely the problem. So Mac became a Muni bus driver, but he also went viral in a tweet storm that broke down the Shang-Chi Muni bus chase in incredible detail, and it was absolutely a perfect moment on Twitter. Yes, he deserves all the fame and glory he got for that. Will we talk about how one becomes a Muni operator? The 22 Fillmore comes up a couple of times. Mac tells us about the secret Muni route. There's a secret Muni route. And of course, we talk a lot about the Shang-Chi viral moment. I'm Peter Hartlob here with Heather Knight. Mac's on the bus, and this is Total SF. Thank you very much. Welcome to Total SF, and welcome to the Ferry Building, Mac Allen. We are right now actually across from the Ferry Building by the bocce ball courts, ensconced in Muni right now. And I'm sure you can tell us what's going on, because there are people getting in and out of a Muni bus that looks like it belongs there. Yeah, that's um, there's uh, the L bus. Is It looks like it's about to depart on its trip to the beach, to 46 in Wawona. And uh, that over there is a transit supervisor, an inspector, probably checking to make sure that the bus is departing on time. Uh, Nine San Bruno just pulled up. This is also where operators make their relief. 
So uh, shift change probably just What's happened. the code for that? What's the code for the relief? We used to know it, Heather and I. But. There, there isn't a 700 code for relief. We, there, we have, as operators, 700 codes. There there's is. A bathroom there's a bathroom code. code 702. <laughs> yeah. Personal necessity. Personal necessity. Oh, and the fairy bells are going to really right are at the fairy. We bells, really are the fairy. Let's just let them go. Um, this is like a superpower. You know everything about <laughs> Muni. Yeah, I've learned so many things. There's still so many things I don't know. I'm very new to the job still, as you know. Um, and so I'm still learning every day, uh, learning how to drive the bus better, learning the routes still as a driver. The intimacy that I have with the routes is completely different from anything I had had previously as a passenger. Um, And I'm not a trolley driver, so I don't know how to use the overhead wires. There's an entire visual language on the street and in the sky that I don't know yet. Um, But I do want to learn to drive trolleys, so I'll learn it. Well, we we first met you in 2018 on Total Muni when Heather and I were frantically racing around town trying to ride every Muni line in one day. You showed up out of nowhere asking us to sign um, maps that we had put out in the paper. And we've been mutual fans, I think, ever since. What are your memories of that day? Um, I was so hyped for it. I had been following that as it developed before you had done it, I think mostly through the um, the impetus of the Rollover Easy duo talking about it on their show. Um, so I had been planning to try and find you during that day already. And um, I didn't know, like, should I, like, reach out to them and ask them, hey, so, like, and if I wanted to tag along, is that possible? And then... I think I did actually get in contact with one of you and you were like, we're really not doing that. We don't have that capacity, which was totally correct. Well, this is, this is what, it, it was a turning point for me because we had planned, Heather and I, like we had basically planned it all out. Like Will Durst is going to pick us up here and Art <laughs> Agnes is going to pick us up here and Burrito Justice, <laughs> maybe will bring us lunch. And it was all planned out. And you were the first person who showed up who was not planned. And I think my initial reaction was like, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> and, and I had a map. I you still had a map. have, actually. You and, signed and you, it for You me. came at us at an angle. So I'm like, wait, someone's coming <laughs> over to us. And then that developed from that day where all kinds of people came. And that became, to me, like, I think the most important part of the day. And then kind of became, as we created this Total SF thing, became what we do. We yeah. meet random people we become friends with them and we celebrate the city and i think that was what captured me the most because i love this city really it's you know from the tips of my toes to the uh top of my head um and the top of your head which has a muni hat on it right right. now (laughs) um and total sf is just all about that celebrating all of the unique nooks and crannies of the city and the different people who make this place as incredibly special as it is and as compactly special as it is because I don't think there's really any place you can go in San Francisco and not find something unique and special and the Total SF project is all about celebrating that so yeah well um, we were we were I mean through most of my career I was on a pedestal like writing things and then it would go out and maybe I'd get a get a letter or an email, Quentin Cop, you know, <laughs> but, um, but 
we weren't accessible. And that was kind of the moment, I think, meeting you where Heather and I kind of turned this corner where it's like, well, we're going to be accessible. We're going to go out and meet people. We're going to discover the city together. It's not going to be something that's, you know, on a rail like a muni bus. It's <laughs> going to be um, something where it's free flowing. And honestly, it's been exciting for my career. So wow. I think of I think of that when I see you. Well, it's been a turning point in my career, too, because um, that first day your total muni day um spawned total muni summer for my my kids and my family where we wrote every line into end and that summer really was the first time i started thinking seriously about taking a career at muni um and i think outside of my immediate family you two were probably the first people I told that I had applied to this job when you had done the 49-mile makeover. Um, and I met you at the end of that as well. Um, and I had just applied, actually, at that time, uh, uh, 2019, um, to become a muni operator. You clearly love muni buses, and I wrote about your total muni summer where you rode with your kids every line end-to-end. So we just rode on each line one stop was the minimum, but you did every inch of Muni with your kids that summer. And then you, another summer, I wrote about you doing every playground and library. Yeah, yeah. So um, did your kids get sick of your adventures, or do they love riding Muni as much as you did? Um, they still love it. Um, we During the pandemic, we spent a lot of time not doing any kind of thing like that. Um, and uh, we went basically an entire year without riding the bus, um, uh, which was uh, weird. <laughs> Now my daughter rides the bus to school every day. Um, she rides on her own to her middle school. Um, and uh, so it's now no longer uh, a recreational activity. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's sheer utility as uh, transport. Um, but yeah, they still, they still enjoy it. And we're trying to think about what is our next thing and when is our next thing. Um, and it probably won't actually be me. It'll probably be my wife, I think, who uh, does that next big uh, total SF adventure with the kids because I'll be working. I'd love to get your bus origin story. Were you riding buses as a kid? I mean, what, what was kind of your moment where you started to really pay attention or fall in love with transit? I, um, I remember pretty vividly the first time I rode a bus in San Francisco, which was also the first day I set foot in San Francisco and it was virtually the first thing I did. I had moved to the region, to, to Oakland, to go to college. And um, we have a campus in San Francisco, the school I went to. Um, and so I got on BART in Oakland and I came up at 16th and Mission and I got on the 22 Fillmore to uh, go to my uh, college campus for the first time. Um, and I remember actually, before I even saw the bus, I heard the trolley wire sounds that sort of <laughs> sound of the trolley wires of the bus coming um and uh so that was really the very first activity i undertook when i came to the city as a 17 year old was writing uh the 22 22 fillmore a song by chuck prophet immortalized <laughs> uh it is also uh jeffrey tumlin's favorite line where yeah uh, and i can't drive it because it's a trolley route so yeah. I, I haven't driven it as long as we've known you, you've talked about being a Muni bus driver. Honestly, the first time I heard it, I was like, really? And then now I like, I get it a lot more. As, as just that small amount of time's gone on, I see the romance yeah. of it. I tell Heather that 
like a, a fairy. Like if I ever things go bad at the Chronicle, I'm going to go work on the fairy. Become a fairy. That's captain. my that's my threat. <laughs> um, what was your What was your moment where you thought maybe this is a career, maybe this is a job for me? I don't. It wasn't a moment. It was a very gradual sort of trying to figure out what would work for our family. I had had another job that I could just see wasn't going to be the job that could sort of be a long career opportunity for me. And knowing that, I started thinking about, well, what are jobs that will meet some of the needs of our family? I needed something that had stability and a guarantee. It had to have good health insurance. Um, it had, you know, it had to somehow excite me as a service, as something that I felt had value to the city. Um, so I was really thinking a lot about working for the city and county, um, but not actually knowing what I could do. Um, because it seemed like a lot of the jobs that I had an interest in, I had no qualification for. Um, and I certainly didn't have any qualifications for being a bus driver, uh, muni operator, prior to that uh, applying. But SFMTA does all of that work for you. They take you from nothing to a uh, muni operator in 11 weeks. Um, and so, uh, you know, realizing that having that opportunity to be trained to do the job existed was one of the uh, draws to me. Um, but I also believe passionately in the necessity of public transit and improving public transit. And, um, uh, you know, I believe that if we were to have a future um, for our children that uh, has less carbon emissions, less greenhouse gases, um, transit is one of the most pivotal um, aspects of that. And so um, having that incentive to you know, every day showing up to work, adding hours to the uh, transit system. Um, that's really exciting for me. So I feel great. Um, I think of myself a little bit like the pigeon in the Mo Willems book. You know, I just want to drive the bus. <laughs> drive, 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 drive. Let me drive it. Um, so it's very exciting. I find it very fun. It's very challenging. Um, it is not an easy job. So, uh, uh, you know... Um, and I'm still learning. We got to ride the 44 O'Shaughnessy with you the other day. Um, it was so great to see you behind the wheel. Uh, I was, Max, on the bus! I was yelling <laughs> it in the middle of the bus. Um, what's it been like to drive the bus so far? Um, what are the best parts and what are the most frustrating parts? Um, for me, I think the best parts are just feeling that I have the, the mastery and the control of the bus to like make the difficult turn, um, to have a, a confident sense of my big picture of the entire surroundings so that I know that I can operate the bus safely. Um, those like, I do get like an actual rush of good feelings when I see in my mirror that I made that tight right turn just exactly the way I wanted to. Um, uh, you know, I actually had a pickup on the L the other day uh, at 19th Avenue on the boarding island there where there was a, a family of three with a little kid and the kid was bouncing up and down with excitement for the bus to come. And so I, I let him on in the front door and um, I, you know, the, uh, I said, welcome aboard. And he was just like over the moon. And I was like, that's what I want, you know. 
And I think he only rode like four stops. Uh, but um, getting people where they want to go every day is one of those uh, things that, um, for me, it feels, um, it feels uh, immensely satisfying. We'll be right back after this short break. So we're at the mid-roll. That's a technical term, podcasting term for the middle of the podcast where an ad is about to play. But first, Heather, let's talk about our movie night, Zodiac, on January 19th. It's coming up. Yes, this is our Total SF movie night number 11. Can you believe it? And we are showing the Zodiac. 7 p.m. Wednesday, January 19th, 2022. That's weird to say. It'll be at the Balboa Theater. You can buy your tickets on cinemasf.com slash Balboa. Norton the It's It will be there. Our bagpiper friend Lynn Miller will perform. This is the social event of the season. Don't miss out. We'll see you there. I got a little distracted because an F car just went by, and I'm a little obsessed. Would you ever want to... Um, operate a streetcar or a cable car? Absolutely. That is, in fact, my long-term goal is to become an F-market operator. Um, And uh, that's a long-term goal. That's not something I'll be able to do in the short term. Um, They just had a a recruitment for a new training class of light rail and um, F-line operators, and I think those operator cap numbers are about 1,500 ahead of me. So... (laughs) Are, are there like, how does it work? I mean, are there like starter lines and then, you know, you get to the no. articulated bus and then, no. you know, so it's, they don't put a newcomer like on the 39 coit making that hairpin do. turn. Yeah, they do. They absolutely That hairpin do. turn, yeah. you know I've what I'm talking about. I've driven the 39 already in training. Wow. Um, and I missed that turn, uh, that, that U-turn because there was a truck parked illegally in the U-turn. Oh, come on. Um, and if that, if there's a car in any of the red zones on Montgomery Street there, um, the U-turn isn't possible without backing the bus up. Um, and for me, it was not a big deal because I had my trainer there who could get out of the bus and back me up. But in revenue service, if you are in that situation, you have to have somebody come and help back you yeah. up. Um, well, you're the, you're probably the first muni bus driver in history to go viral i don't know um, <laughs> didn't byron cobb i, I don't know <laughs> he's not on twitter uh, it was for a tweet thread breaking down the famous muni bus scene in the marvel movie shang chi first of all when and where did you see the movie i mean this has a bus scene in it i would think oh. you'd be first in line but there's also a pandemic so yeah um i saw it that day uh that i did the tweet thread in fact i hadn't even finished it um uh, we watched it at home on Disney Plus when it came to streaming. I knew about the scene, um, and so I was very anxious to watch it just to watch that scene. Um, and here I have to credit my wife. As we're watching that scene, I was making some snarky commentary, and she was like, oh, you have to do a Twitter thread about the scene. And she was absolutely right. <laughs> um, all credit to her on that front. Um, Always listen to your <laughs> Always. She's never wrong. <laughs> uh, and I actually hadn't even finished the movie. Um, uh, we were interrupted by a phone call that my wife had to take. And so we paused the movie. And then I did the Twitter thread while she was on the phone. And then it was time for me to go to work. So this wasn't planned out. You didn't no, work on this Twitter No, not at all. Thread. I did it entirely. I did it entirely um, off the cuff. I didn't even read it before I tweeted it out. So and we like, should mention you're a poet. And yeah. you, you're not just a poet. You're a poet who will go out on a street corner and 
write poems for people or give poems to people who are just passing by. So this may be kind of I'm in your skill I'm also a Muni set. Diaries Live haiku champion. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> um, I had seen that it had started to get a little bit of traction before I started my, my shift. Um, and then when I got home from work, it was like midnight and the, the, the tweet had been viewed like a million times and the star of the film had, you know, endorsed the tweet thread, and I had he quote tweeted media. He, he, he quote tweeted you and said, "Tell me what he said." Uh, this is effing awesome. <laughs> he said, "Shang Chi himself <laughs> said your tweet was eff- tweet thread was effing um, awesome." Aquafina, as far as I know, hasn't seen it though. I need to. She needs to. She needs. To, she needs to quote tweet it now so I can have a second fifteen minutes of. Yeah, <laughs> she is the driver in that scene. She drives. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shang Chi drives. She drives, um, and the bus driver, <coughs> is played by Michael Anthony Taylor, the the SFT operator. They have a different standard of training there. I can tell, um, but it was incredibly entertaining um i felt like i got my 15 minutes of fame um really rewarding experience to see people like like it but also just to want to share it with their friend one of the things i didn't know about going viral that i'm now is my favorite part of it is people quote tweeting it and then it's just like oh my god this is you this is for you this other person and then you get to see them say wow that's awesome or whatever um that was really really fun uh i did feel self-conscious because i was so new to the job well you're new and and speaking on authority you know when a tweet goes viral even if it's something innocent you know, I, I found that like day three, even the most innocent thing, there the haters will come out by day three. I think I called you. You told me, yeah, I, I, and I that called didn't you on happen. the phone the next day and was like, just be ready, someone's gonna piss on this. <laughs> it was the miracle of Twitter. It yeah. was like entirely wholesome, like almost nobody spewed any kind of vitriol at all. Almost nobody had anything bad to say about Muni in my mentions. Yeah, as far as I know. I did miss a lot of it. Like, you know, I, I probably missed the vast majority of the actual mentions because there were just too many and I couldn't catch up. Yeah. Um, I also was really grateful to have had my DMs closed. Um, so you had to already be followed by me in order to DM me um, because it meant that I missed most of the media requests. Also. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I ended up turning down television interviews for it because yeah. I was like I just don't necessarily want to be on TV for this Part, partly because it's your first you yeah. know, month on the job um, or a couple of months I had only the same week learned the media policy of SFMTA which is you're supposed to go through SFMTA's public relations department for all media things um, because did I was, you do that for us? I did it for this one yeah because I'm <laughs> I'm a rule follower, and I'm still on probation, and I don't want to lose my job. <laughs> there would be an outcry. Uh, <laughs> do you uh, now? You are a presence on Twitter. Give us your your Twitter. I am at that underscore MC. Yeah. Um, and now MC stands for Motor Coach. <laughs> motor. <laughs> well, you're active on Twitter, and 
you like to share the city and your experiences and celebrate the city. Do you see this as a role for you, a lane for you? Because I don't really see a Muni driver on Twitter explaining these things. You know, I just did another tweet thread that didn't go viral, um, but which I'm also quite proud of, explaining bus stops through the lens of a Sesame Street scene from 1989 where Kermit the Frog gets a Department of Grouch Transportation bus stop in his living room. Um, And I do feel like there is a role in explaining as a sort of a frontline worker who's actually providing the service, how the service works um, and how we experience it as as operators. Um, Because there's not a lot of window into that. There is a really wonderful uh, YouTube channel by a guy named Kiwan who um, is the bus operator in um, uh, Sacramento area, Bus Driver Life. Um, and he does these really wonderful short segments about the day in the life of a bus driver. Um, and I think that they're, you know, if people want that, it's, I like it, you know. Yeah. I'm, I am interested in the bus driver life. and. Um, uh, I'm happy to share it. I want to keep things positive and I want people to, if they're interacting with me in social media, I want them to see what I see from transit, which is what's great about it. Um, And I don't want to get sucked into a lot of moaning and complaining, which is a temptation. (laughs) Well, you survived our serious questions and now it's time for the lightning round. Oh no, I didn't prepare. (laughs) Gordos. No, no. Knows our lightning round. <laughs> <laughs> that was Supervisor Matt Haney's favorite. <laughs> the 44 drives past it. Okay, well, where <laughs> is your favorite place to get a burrito? Uh, El Castellito on Mission by 17th. What's your favorite? I have a feeling I might know the answer considering your viral tweet thread, but what is your favorite movie filmed in San Francisco? The Last Black Man in oh, San Francisco. Oh, I was wrong. That movie touched me yeah. deeply. It has some good bus scenes. Um, uh, I actually drove the 19 in training, which is the bus that the characters ride a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, What's uh, your it's just a gorgeous, beautiful yeah. thing. What's your favorite Muni line? For sentimental reasons, it's the 22, but my favorite Muni line to drive is the secret route. <laughs> oh. uh, by far, that is the best, that's the best route as an operator to drive, the secret route. So you need to disclose here and now <laughs> what is the secret route? It's a sec- It's the employee shuttle. It's an extremely boring answer. <laughs> um, it goes from my home division um, and basically my corner uh, at Woods Yard to 24th Street BART, and it's for um, SFMTA and DPW employees. So it serves um, Muni Metro East, Islayas Creek. Uh, DPW, uh, Cesar Chavez, um, and 24th Street BART. Uh, it also goes to the Transbay Terminal once every day or twice every day. Have you, um, follow-up question on that one, have you, oh, more bells. Have you heard the Chuck Prophet song, 22 Fillmore? No, but I must hear it. Oh, I must hear it. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the way home, listen to it. It is absolutely fantastic. 
Can it be the outro to this episode? People, people may have already heard it. I've got to DM Chuck and make sure I'm not going to get sued, but um, it, it might already be in there. The other great thing about the secret route is that um, uh, it's all operators who write it. So, um, cool. you know, there's like no no passenger stress. It's a very easy route. They're not showing up intoxicated and falling over? No. Oh, good. No, they're not. <laughs> um, and there is a great rapport and a great feeling of community with the drivers, um, which I've, I'm, I'm still very new to, but uh, I've really enjoyed as well. They're all very cheerful, nice people to other bus operators. So, <laughs> I, I like that uh, Total SF listeners right now will know that we recorded this at noon. At noon, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the weirdest thing that's happened on your bus so far? Last night after you guys got off, I had a family board and the dad was wearing Christmas tree lights, illuminated Ooh. Christmas tree lights over his whole body. Um, you guys should have stayed on. <laughs> I know. Uh, it soon. was weird. sounds weird in a good way it was cool yeah well you've survived the lightning round (laughs) I've been taking over Total SF listeners will notice I've been taking over the lightning round a little bit occasionally so you've survived the lightning round Um, we are so so pleased to just have this moment because I feel like it's been building and uh, it's great to know you and, and see this develop and I you know, I had a job to do. I'm like recording on the bus, but I also got a little emotional because uh, I'm just, we're super proud of you. We think well, this is a wonderful thing for you. It's a wonderful thing for the city. I mean, I am thrilled to um, to have this uh, opportunity to serve the city and the transit needs of the city, but I'm also thrilled to have the opportunity to see you guys again. Um, I'm an enormous Total SF super fan um, and a huge admirer of your project. So, you know, I'm very grateful to be part of it too yeah. uh, thank you thank you and uh, uh, I hope to see you I hope to be on your bus <laughs> many many times through your career uh, wherever wherever your career takes you I'm looking forward to ringing that F market bell <laughs> maybe I'll be a cable car operator someday and then you won't be allowed to judge me in the bell ringing contest if you ever do one of those cable car F car we want to be on your very first inaugural run oh uh, I mean that's that's so far in the future. Well, keep it I in haven't mind. Darling, it's two a.m. It's time for closing. The cops, they're all sideways, and I think. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by investing in a digital Chronicle edition. It's less expensive than you think at sfchronicle.com slash pod.
recording a podcast. It's called Total SF for the San Francisco Chronicle. Okay. He's a very famous bus driver. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's super. Uh, he went viral. He went viral. Really? Yeah. Just uh, Google Shang Chi and bus driver. Max driving the bus. Woo! Max driving the bus. Forty-four O'Shaughnessy Two, California. Oh shit! How do we get back? We have to go across the gate. Okay. I can just walk. Is it? You wanna just walk?